This is NapTown Talk here on September 27th. My name is Ryan Dickinson, your guest host for today. We're here to cover your one, one, and one Indianapolis Colts. Now, who would have thought we'd be here on week three? How about you two? Not me. Not me. The day after Ryan Dickinson's birthday? I didn't think the Colts would be one, one, and one. I wouldn't think I'd make it this long, but here we are. Let me tell you. So I got to look back at the tape. I believe I called out the Colts to win, to win against the Chiefs. I think he's right. I thought and, about this a little bit harder because I was like, did Andrew get that right? And so, yeah, I, so I knew we would be here, um, but I didn't think we would be um, a tie against the Houston Texans and a, and a loss against the Jags. Are the Jags a wagon? Jags, are they too legit to quit? They are, unfortunately, too legit this year to quit. Who would have thought a good head coach and a decently talented young quarterback you could really build around that. Honestly, they uh, make us look a little better with that 24-0 defeat. It still hurts, but it at least looks better now that they seem to be somewhat of a playoff contender. James Robinson. I think that dude's kind of good. Uh, Riptoe the Travis Marlon Etienne. That's a ceiling. Um, Riptoe the tra- Travis Etienne um, Jr. fantasy owners out there. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Dude, those split backfields are killing me right are now. you one of them? No, I'm not one of them. Uh-huh. Um but you want to know why I am one of right now? I have Zeke and Tony Pollard on the same team. I don't know who to play. That's sus, dude. I don't know. Why who would to play. you do that? Because I was really hurting at running back because I drafted Zeke and Zeke didn't do anything. Not that I thought he was going to be significant, but then Tony Pollard was still on the waiver wire and he was getting he's getting hella points. Yeah. So now I'm just like, I'm handcuffed. Do you remember somebody saying Tony Pollard is going to be a fantasy sleeper? I'm just. I'm just trying to remember. I know you're trying to dig for a win because I already came out hot and heavy out the gate with one. So, yes, you, you did. Who's call won more money and bets on this podcast? I'm up 10 on you right now. Ooh. Mm. Who's counting? Me. Oh. Yeah. No yeah, so. When you're for... sleeping, I'm counting, Dickie. All right. Anyway, so I think we we started with the Jags. Who the hell are we? Your Indianapolis Colts. They beat the freaking Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm I have to say. I like the defense. Defense looked good. So I want to really quick just combat these views. People are saying, well, yeah, the Chiefs beat themselves. Mm. You could argue that almost every single football game, that the team lost the game somewhere, some point or another on themselves. You go back to week one, Rodrigo, week two, they didn't prepare well enough. So, like, for you to not give credit to Gus Bradley, because I was starting to have doubt on him. But he, what he did to Pat Mahomes, my stock in Gus Bradley is up. So, um. I was reading Pat Mahomes did have still about like three three seconds from snap to pass. Yeah, I think he averaged around three point one four. Um, it's still pretty high, but I was thinking about it. I think it's just because he's such an elite quarterback and his pocket pocket movement is unreal. Like he just held on to it for a long time because our pass rush was getting home, so he had to get he had to kind of shuffle around to get that pass off. So yeah, you're going by more time the more you because doesn't around. he normally have the lowest or the quickest uh, snap to throw? No, he doesn't have the quickest normally, but it's like top five. I, I, I thought that's I, what I saw. I'd have to look, but he's Put he had a decent, no. I, 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 <laughs> when it comes to stats like this, it's hard because like you would yeah. think a, a high, sorry, I mean a low snap to pass is good, but you want the higher one. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he has to scan through six weapons. He's got a revamped offensive line though, right? Like I, I think it's sort of been just him settling back there. You know, he's uh, had he's had happy feet for two three years now, and then all of a sudden he's got a little bit of a pocket, and so if. You know, Patty Mahomes having some time, I think it's been a really bad light for the uh, lack of weapons, you know, for somebody who's not had any problems getting it to 
any of his receivers. He's had a little bit of trouble this year, I thought. Well, do you know why, in my opinion? Why? Tyreek Hill's gone. Tyreek Hill's making Tua Tua-la-la-la good. Dude, he's making him good, dude. Come on now. Don't get me don't get me started on the Dolphins, man. Let's, let's just admit, Andrew, we were wrong about the Dolphins. We were wrong about the Eagles as of right now. Okay. I, I'm not willing to admit, to admit defeat yet because I just feel like both those teams, yeah, Miami got a lot of people in the offseason, but they're still the Dolphins. The Dolphins. I'm waiting for the self-implosion, if we're being honest. It'll happen, I believe. Especially with the Eagles, because they really didn't do much changes. Yeah, they brought in AJ Brown and had a good draft, but I'm waiting for the implosion. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree, Zach. Tyreek Hill's made uh, a lot of cornerbacks this year already look pretty bad. It's easy for two to throw it when you got, you know, five, ten yards of separation. So, especially when people are so concerned with guarding Tyreek. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jalen Wilds wide open. Look good. Who, so, if you got – if you got oh, – I want to say Byron Pringle. If you have Tyreek <laughs> Hill and Jalen Waddle both running streaks, what's going to happen? One of them's going to be open. So, yeah. it's just like – Zach, it's how we used to play Madden 22. Four verts, get the fastest dudes on the outside, and just tap it. They're doing Madden, but in real life. So it's like, basically, as long as one of those two wide receivers run a streak, one, the other one's going to be open. Because mm-hmm. you can't give single coverage to one of those to one of those guys running downfield. You have to get to double coverage one of them. Yeah, and that's going to leave the other one wide open. So I'm already over talking about these fools, these fins. Yeah, like, come on, we, not come on. not that fin. Listen, fin we cool. ended the last podcast saying we'll be talking about a cold stuff. Yeah, and so what are we here today? Let's dive into it. Let's go. Dickie, why did the Colts win? I, I think it was all to the special teams this week. You know, mm. we did some special things on that where, you know, that's where you win and lose a lot of games, especially early in the season. You're making sure that you're getting the field position wins. When you're not scoring much, you can't be giving up a lot of points. And a lot of that comes from early field position. So, you know, our defense stepped up in a bigger way. Um, they put some, uh, at least a little more pressure on and uh, they looked better, but I think the special teams, because uh, this week I think we beat them in two of the three um, aspects of football. One, I think we are absolutely lacking in, but um, we were led this week by the special teams, which that can, you know, win you a game or two every year. Shout out Sky Moore for the primo field position. They're trying to say that was because the roof was open. Really? Everyone, Mm -hmm. and that's why they're trying to say that the pick happened as well. Oh, yeah. No, maybe Stephon Gilmore was just a dog. Dog. Wait, wait hold dog. on. Dog, Stephon Gilmore. Dog. We finally get to say it. Dog. Okay. Sakwe so, finally had a play. So, I, 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 now that you're talking about the secondary a little bit for the defense, Um, what's this cross deal? Dude, I'm going to tell you, with the way Rodney Thomas and McLeod played, um. I'm just saying that's kind of uh it's kind of hard to go back so, across right now. So they just from, shut down the best quarterback in the league. So um, Ryan Thomas didn't come in until Julian Blackman got hurt. Obviously, I think. Are they both I think first it, name Rodney is it Rodney McLeod? Rodney Thomas. Yep. Respect. That's um, my secondary. So um, Rodney Thomas, I think Nick Cross could be could have stepped in and done a similar um, thing as well. I don't know. I he went from playing all the defensive snaps on week one to one this so, past week. That's tough, but I think the biggest reason is because what is what is Patrick Mahomes? What's his biggest asset? Cannon. Got a cannon. Yeah, cannon. So whenever you got a guy with a cannon, you're going to have some fast guys on this team, which he does. Rodney Thomas is a fast dude. I remember a big reason why they picked him up was because he had some speed. He was like – I remember comparing him to Isaiah Rodgers because they both have some elite speed. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. I love it. Because you probably didn't know that, did you? 
that no, bell. no, no. I just no, kept no. in the back of my head. I don't know how I pulled it out of my ass, but it's here. You never know what you'll find down there. So, hey, nothing good. So, Nick Cross runs a four three. Ronnie Thomas runs a four five. Wow. I think they're trying. I think they're just letting Ronnie Thomas step up a little bit, especially in that free safety role, um, because I, th- I think Nick Cross was was mainly playing strong safety. Um, I think it, they paid off, paid off well for him. Can't really hit, hit, say I have any complaints about the secondary. Kenny Moore finally stepped up a little bit. I didn't see him enough in pass coverage for me to say that he's back, but he was actually – his name got called a few times, so that's all I could really ask for because he's been MIA for the past four four weeks of football. Yeah. You know who else has been MIA because he's actually not been playing? Man, formerly known as Darius. Yeah, there you go. Shaquille Leonard, baby. Dog. I'm thinking he's coming back. Yeah, he's going to – you so, and I were saying week three – but what better than a divisional game against the stupid ass Titans at Lucas Oil Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> so gross. I think so. I'm hoping Shaq's back this week. Um, I was really disappointed I was seeing him back last week, but I guess he's the only one that knows his body. We didn't need him. We didn't need him to beat the Chiefs. Are you kidding me? Would have been nice. Would have been nice. I'm kidding. Dude. Nice. We just lost. Hey, whoa, whoa. Texans Talking about linebackers, though. Um, I know EJ Speed had the blunder on the kickoff. For- on the kickoff, but he made up for some of those pressures that he had. EJ Speed and Zaire Franklin held it down. There's a reason why the Colts are playing with the best run defense in the NFL. And there's those two are a big part of it. But the biggest part of it, chicken wing sink grove. Dude, he he actually might be the best uh one tech nose in the league. Big dog's gotta eat. Oh. Good. I, I, yeah. Dog. Dog. <laughs> With Grove coming out, where's where's the forest? Double team every play, man. He he yep. was double teamed almost the whole entire game against the Chiefs. Still, you hope your all pro defensive lineman is able to show his face a little more, right? Like, you know, there's every single major defensive lineman is getting double teamed every game. He's supposed to be our guy up front. He's, you know? he's supposed he's supposed yeah. to be the dog. He's supposed to be the big dog. Yeah, well, you know when Big Grove's eating all those chicken wing sinks on the field. I'm just sink chicken wings. I'm that. just saying it's been three weeks, and obviously Big Grove has been killing it for us. I would love to see more from DeForest because right now, I get it. I get you're saying he's getting double teamed all the time, but after three weeks and we barely heard his name called, that I'm with Dickie here. It's like he, you, you have to get you. You're an all pro for a reason. Getting double oh, is not something that only Andrew does. Every single good NFL lineman do. So yeah, absolutely. So here's my thing: is what do you guys like? What's a good number for him? Why, if if the Colts are already ru- lowest in rushing, how are you going to say that he needs to step up and do more? Are you I, wanting I'm, more sacks out of him, or because the middle presence? I think he's there. I think he's allowing Big Grove to eat. But for the pass rush, I just feel like we're really depending on our edges right now. Grove isn't the best in pass. We're not asking him to be the best in pass, but it still feels like our pass rush can step up a little bit. I know the edges did a little better this pass game, but I'm not seeing much from the inside still. I think they're good at clogging up the holes, but getting penetration is also in the name of the game as well. I feel like they forced some of those sacks, though, against Pat Mahomes. I did. I, well, yes, and th- and that's what I was talking about to the, kind of start the, mm-hmm. the start of the episode. He Patrick Mahomes has such elite pocket movement that I think we kind of – Missed out on the like the, the four sack opportunities. If you ask me, PS he just knew how to avo- how to evade, it. and that's why his snap to throw time was also longer as well. PS he knows how to avoid the pressure, but obviously he can't avoid it for more than four or five seconds because it's going to get home. Yeah, I feel you. 
they're going to be interesting these next few weeks. You know, you I'm, come into the season, but a Forrest is the guy that they're game planning for up front. You know, you're you're quite literally changing your protection. You're changing your run scheme to avoid 99 up front. Now that Groves being sort of nah, the, you got to avoid 90 play. inside run, dude. Yeah, then you, you're going to have to – he'll have some opportunities here where he might be single coverage in the next few weeks, and yeah. he's going to have to – you know, I want to hear his name called a few more times. I think the If force, you're going to want to run the ball against the Colts, you're going to have to block Grover Stewart at some point. Well, don't you have to block to run the ball normally? It's a great point, but nobody's <laughs> been blocking Grover Stewart right now, so. Do you guys see that – do you guys see that uh, – it was when the Chiefs were on their one and Big Grove just stuffed it. It should have been a tackle for a loss, but – it was a no. It was no game, but he just destroyed that right guard. Ate him. Ate him like a cheesesteak. So, but going back to the force real quick, I'm expecting it. I will be expecting him to show up against the Titans. The inside, their interior line is not the best. So I'm expecting him to really get after the quarterback and really clog up those rushing lanes as well. Yeah, and we'll we'll get in uh, the Titans game here once we're done breaking down the uh, Colts play against the Chiefs. So really quick, so, you said Zach, blowing up right guards. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's move to the worst part of this conversation. That's going to be the offensive line. Let I'd me love to hear input from two O line guys. I, Zach, I, I do need to ask, though, what overall grade would you give our defense this past Sunday? Past Sunday? Because you got to keep an account that it's Patrick freaking Mahomes. Yeah. And they, the field position was great. I think guys like Stefan Gilmore really stepped up. Um, you saw Yanni get his first sack and Lucas Oil. Very happy about that. I think this defense bar is higher because guys like Kenny Moore need to play better mm-hmm. and you got Shaq Leonard coming back. So I'm not going to give them anything above a nine. I'm going to give them a solid against the chiefs, a solid eight point eight point four, because stopping patch Mahomes is not easy. There's a reason why he's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. I was giving him about a B obviously your B is about an 83 to 84. That's a solid B dude. So I'm giving him a B. I'm happy when I get that. Oh, bye Dickie. Dickie. Um, I'm giving him a B just because, I feel like the Chiefs left a lot of points on the board. Piece of coaching mistakes. They got too cute in the end zone. I think they could have easily put some more put some more points up, but especially with those two, the missed field goal and then the fake field goal. I I, I don't get the fake field goal. Maybe it was a fire. As as much as I want to say it was a fire, I really think that they tried to. I think they tried to fake that field goal because you have to remember they're out their starting kicker. So I think they they had that plan for the game for that for the game this week. And you know, week. our guy Bubba was like, Hey, they're about to fake this because this guy can't kick. Great coverage. I mean, yeah. shit. That was the best pass coverage I saw today. Special teams play that game. Bro, right. I saw the I saw the throw the flag on that. I'm like, come on, we just did not stop a fake, a fake a fake field goal for us to get for us to for them to get it on a penalty. Wow. <laughs> Happens. Dickie, um, great defense. Time on Naptown talk. What was that? I couldn't really get past Andrew just saying the same word three times. Let's yeah. A fake, a fake, a fake. Dickie, give us um, give us a rating for the defense. Uh, you know the defense. I I think right now, if it's on a graded curve, we're going up. We we're sitting pretty low. Uh, we're we're moving up. Yep, yeah, we are headed up the curve. We are sitting in the C's and the D's. Now we're moving up the class. I would say th- say that we're still you know B minus lower B range, like you were saying. We got a lot of things right now. Right now we are thirteenth in DVOA. So you know we're top half of the league now. We came in a little lower. We're moving up. Um, it's something that, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see Shaq come in this week and mm-hmm. see what he can do. And I'm not even talking about just. So you, you're saying he's playing then? Uh, my, you know, what I'm hearing, sources he's, are saying. He's on he's the depth chart. Play. Yeah. What would you hear in Atlanta? Let me hear it. 
well, you know, we're hearing that he has got to get back out there. He's absolutely dying to go. This guy is just ready to hit somebody. And I don't Mm -hmm. blame him because he's been missing it for a while. So I'm thinking, you know, I don't even need to see him 10, 15 tackles like usual. I just need to see him out there encouraging the dudes, being the guy in the huddle. That's what what I think he does. And you're, yeah, you're right. He's going to actually robot that ball. Bink. So I got two questions really quick. One's going to be for Ryan. Yep. And then the other is going to be for Andrew. Um, what was my first question? <laughs> I know. There's going to be a good one, too. Um, fuck, man. I don't remember. That's tough. Seriously, you want to go back to O line play? Because you talked about Andrew. O-line. Yeah, that's what I was getting into. Okay. Um, so I'm going to get in. Andrew, got a question for you. Mm. Would you say, would you say Dickie's a pretty smart man? I, I would say Dickie's a pretty smart man. He's a very, he's a, he's a, he's a deaf smart man. Smart man. What position did Dickie play? Center. The smartest. That's probably one of the that's the position where you really have to have some intelligence because you got to call out everything. You got to be a smart guy to play center. Why? Got to call out everything. You got to know. You got to know every run play. You got to. You got to know every pass play. You got to know who's going where. You got to know it all. So Dickie, you see a guy. You see a linebacker. You're you're playing center. You got the ball in your hand. Oh my god. You see a linebacker stepping up. What are you gonna say? Uh, well, first off, I got to understand what type of situation we're in. You know, you're passing. We- you got spread. You got yep. trips right. Spread. Yep. Yeah, we're most likely. You know, right now, JT's probably got a route out of the backfield. If they got four down, we can cover that guy. You know, we can spin. We can go what we called Oprah, man on man, one on one. Where I'm telling my right guard, right left guard, I'm saying you spread. You take this guy. I'm taking the nose, and we go one for one. Now, if they're bringing six, we got to understand. JT's probably got to stay in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Matt's got to see it back there. This is something that we're talking all the way through. I think right now, though, you know, something we're seeing is really loaded boxes. We're top 10 and eight man plus in the box. And the reason is defenses aren't scared to come over, uh, be burnt over top right now on us. You know, if I was a center, I'm seeing that guy on my face every single play because yeah, that are, linebacker baby. is making me think that there is going to be somebody coming all over this offense. It's going to be just. Constant pressure. So this is something where we (laughs) – so, yeah, if there's one up over me and then there's four down, it's something that we got to make sure that us five, the main five offensive linemen, are blocking everybody on the line. If they're bringing outside pressure, then that is the responsibility of the quarterback to see that. That is that guy. That is Matt Ryan's responsibility. But if they're bringing five and if they're bringing six, we got to keep one in. And we got to make sure that our receivers and our quarterback are getting enough passes over the top to make defenses think twice about it. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I love the in-depth breakdown. I was just trying to get it out of you that you would communicate that that linebacker is probably blitzing. If yeah. he's blitzing, I'm going to pick him up or you're going to pick him up. If he's blitzing. That happened way too often to yeah. Matt Ryan. Guys were just in people. The fans don't know because what you just said, if it's in the center, it's on the center. If it's outside the end, their tackles, it's on the quarterback. A lot of those blitzes are coming right through the, the A-gaps. Yeah. I mean, so but, you're just confirming it is the center's fault. Oh, yeah. It, it is. It starts with him. That is, he is the quarterback of the offensive line. Anything that comes through has to be him. And, you know, through the A-gap, through the B-gap, that's the quickest pass to the quarterback. I mean, you cannot have that just be blown up right there, right in front of Matt Ryan. You got to make sure saying who's got who, who cares if they know. At some point in football – you know what's coming, and they know what they're about to run, and you just got to be better than the guy in front of you. Mm-hmm. So while I agree with everything that Dickie's saying, 
at the end of the day, we don't know the communication that's going on between um, Ryan Kelly and Danny Pinner. Yeah, because it doesn't look like there's any. It doesn't look like there's any, but Ryan could Ryan Kelly could be calling all this out, and Pinner could just be shitting the bed every play. Because yeah. honestly, had Chris Jones lined, lined up on him every freaking play, so he probably was shitting down his pants every play. So Andrew, I present to you a soapbox. Mm. Off on your thoughts on Danny Pinner. Danny Pinner needs to be removed from the starting lineup. Ooh. He he wow. is he is costing he is hard costing our offense right now because like we just talked about these teams are blitzing like two times out of every four plays it's ridiculous where they're again they're primarily going a gap I did see some corner blitzes um, this past Sunday which Matt Ryan can see that on his right side so he knows he can get that ball out quickly and I think that's where he could improve upon as well for Rosales pressure um, but right now Chris Jones had a field day. Um, we were talking – we sent that clip of um, Matt Ryan with the game-winning pass to Jelani Woods. Um, dog. I pointed – Dog. Um, I pointed out that um, Chris Jones tackled him not even a half second after he got that ball out because Danny Pinter got burned to the outside. So, Matt Ryan was running for his life. It's a great play by Matt Ryan. It is a great play. Um, and we saw that a lot. And you're, you're talking about – we saw a few drops because Matt Ryan to get that ball out quickly, and you said Matt Ryan needs to do better. No, I think Matt Ryan was a pure veteran in getting those balls out to where he could. And he probably couldn't place them as well as he could because he has an all-pro D-tackle down his throat every single play he's dropping back. Um, we saw them as blitzes. Danny Pinner, he ne- it's almost like he did not even look up. He looks scared, man. He does look scared. And, like, he you want to give him credit. Scared. But it's like, dude, it's like you've been playing football your whole life. Like, you have two – like, pretty much two linebackers went through the A-gap every play, if you ask me. Because that's what it felt like. Yeah. Maybe it's not all on Penner. Maybe, like I said, maybe there is some communication with Ryan right now. But right now, I think Ryan Kelly's too busy about covering for Danny Penner's ass that it's making Ryan Kelly look like ass too. Can you argue that with Braden Smith too? I thought Braden Smith looked better, but I think it's just hard to say what the whole right side of the line looks like because Strip your middle was his fault. I, I think you knew that. I mean, yes, Braden Smith isn't perfect. He's still trying to rebound. I thought that was the best. Nobody's he- perfect. No, he's perfect. Except for Big Q. Yeah, except Big Q. Um, I thought Brainspith has been improving week after week. Um, but with Danny Pinter being such a liability in the in the middle of that of that trio, it's gonna be chaos. They need to they need to do something. They need to scheme better. Like either you got to load a tight end on there so you can chip them. You got to keep the running back in more often. Like that dude needs help because he's a liability one on one. Yeah, I. Uh... Quick from the Colts camp, Frank Reich, no changes to the offensive line. Which is a load of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Because if this offensive line is not too better, like we are in for a long season. Not one in the freaking division, you can argue, but we're definitely not going to win a playoff game if that's the case. And like, and I think, like Ryan said, the two out of three phases of our game really saved us because our offense was not winning this that game. For those reasons, JT JT leads the league in negative plays this year with five, which is Stupid. devastating. And it's all because that interior line cannot get their shit together. Yeah, they can't. Danny Penner, get him out of there. And so I, and right now we have to deal with that with the plays that with the with the pieces that we have in house. It's either we move Will Fries up there. That scares me even more than putting Danny Penner. And if we're being Andrew, honest, I got something for you. Hmm. So Taylor Lewan, Titan, out, out for the year. You see who they signed? Little Raven Clark. You know who's going to eat? Yannick and Quiddy. Oh, baby. And Holy Dio. I think the whole D-line is going to – like I said, Dio had a good game. Bring him up. Good game. Um, so go back, Yeah, go back. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, I know, Zach, I know you don't like this, but 
I know Matt Pryor is probably the second worst. Per- is, I, he is the second worst person on the offensive line. He needs to get slid to right guard, and we need to get Ryan. You're not willing tackle. to try uh, French or Fries. I know French is better chance. No, because Fries but... Fries scares me even might even scare me just as much as Pinner scares me. If we're being honest, but do you know that though? No, you're right. I don't, but I do know what I saw in last year of Pryor of guard play. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best, but it definitely got the job. The jo- it, it got the job done. JT still led the league in rushing. And we knew our liabilities at left tackle. This year, we have a rookie at left tackle, so we kind of know what we're getting into, which means we don't have old-ass Eric Fisher anymore, who's actually still out there. So <sighs> There's a lot of vets that are out there. Our guy, T.Y. Yeah, I wish they were re-signing them, but I, Alec Pierce breakout game. I think that closes T.Y. Alec if you're asking me. Yeah, closes T.Y., but it's also like, what about Paris Campbell? Where the hell has he been? Wait, do we want to finish about offensive line? Yeah, Dickie, for sure. Dickie, any other points that I missed? Maybe? I would love to hear Dickie's input on the offensive line. Right now, guess how many sacks we've given up? Nine. Let me, let me, let me go 10. 12 sacks, boys. A whole dozen in three games. We're on pace to break Matt Ryan's sack record. What's He's got 1.6 seconds to throw on average right now. There's a reason we're not even getting it to an extra receiver. He can't step up in the pocket right now. He can't get time to get his feet set. This has to start up front. This is something that it, it's got to go through the whole team. At some point, you just got to beat the man in front of you. We talked about it before. You know, who knows what they're going to throw at you, but you just got to beat the man in front of you and make sure that you're communicating right and left. And if it, you're not the lineman, hey, you can slap somebody. doesn't hurt nearly as bad as if you punch somebody. When you got five working as one, it hurts a whole lot more when you hit hit somebody. Mm-hmm. So we got to come with that mindset. Yeah, it, all and five it's hard, fingers. I love it. And it's hard to say they've really came across an elite defensive line unit yet. I know Chris Jones is elite, and that that Chiefs defensive line still trying to rebuild. Um, Jags look, he has some people off the edges. So I'll get like I'll, I'll give him that. Trayvon Walker, Trayvon I'm Walker, scared, and Josh man. Allen coming out the coming out the sides like that's a good defense. If you got bad tackles, they will that's expose solid. you. But the Houston Texans, there's no excuse for that one, if you ask me. No, zero. Jerry Hughes is so old. I know he's a savvy vet, but he's going up against Braden Smith. Uh, if I talk any more about this offensive line, I'm going to get more pissed because we didn't re-sign either Chris Reed or Mark Lewinsky. That was that you. We have a track record all the way back to February. Aaron Drew's been. I, I've never been about a, how you never been a Pinder guy. You haven't. I I, 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 I think a Pinder guy because of last season, but I think he just got carried because the rest of offensive line was like very solid. Um. Yeah, and I think he's good as a backup. I think he's good emergency center. He is not starting lineup material. <laughs> because what are you going to do? I mean, like I said, you just put Chris Jones on the whole day and it's, it's running wild. I, I We got the dub, so there's almost so much complaining I can do. But every highlight you saw was Chris Jones running free in the background. There's a reason why you don't see a whole lot of Ball State Cardinals in the NFL. There's one that I can think of. <laughs> there's an ISU Sycamore that plays for yeah. the Broncos. Middle linebacker. He's solid. But I'm talking about Willie Sneed. <laughs> That's the only that's the only ball state guy I can think of. I can't think of any others. Chirp, chirp. Um, chirp, chirp, chirp. Not right. ball state podcast. Sorry. Yeah, not. <laughs> um, so but... let's move on from the O line because I don't want your head to explode. Unless if you have one more point you're gonna make. Just move. I don't, just... I don't want you to get pissed, man. Move Matt Pryor. We're, we're one. Move move Matt Pryor to right guard and start Bernard Ryman because I think Ryman has so much upside, mm-hmm. and this might be baptism by fire. But damn it, I think it would be better than what's going on right now. Yeah. Agreed. So let's go ahead and move uh, running backs. We know what we got out of them. We don't really have to break them down much. JT, that jump was stupid. 
Just lower your head. I, he's in that hole. I, I can't. I can't get mad though because he has done that JT, so many times before. He just jumped but, way too early. But he also jumped on the wrong side of the line. I think he jumped on the right yeah. side of the line. And made who's a, there? Made, Danny Pinner. JT made his first two mistakes. Can't get upset, you know. <laughs> um, it sucks that we haven't seen a breakout from him yet. Like like a long. It, it'll one. happen. You got to remember, last season it took him a little bit to get going. I. He had less yards last season through three weeks than he does this season. So. All right, not, Naeem Himes looked good. I think that's mm-hmm. all we got from RB2 in our, in our slot, dude. So he made some really good catches for him being a running back playing slot, if you ask me. Yeah, we we know what we got out of Naeem. Keep using him. We'll just dive into the receivers really quick. MPJ, clear receiver one. We need him. He, you could tell he was hurt, though. He was not doing as yeah, much. He made some plays, though. No, he made some plays, but like I was looking at his, I was looking at his routes – um, because so someone always releases them, and you can tell that they kept them short and sweet. Because I don't think he has the power right now to really get downfield. Or is it Matt Ryan doesn't have the time to get uh, Michael Pittman. Well, you saw you saw Alec Pierce get kind of used and on the, the outside. Two step and just chuck. <laughs> Which is what we were saying from the beginning. Like we got to get rid of these five step drops. Three step mm-hmm. drops are going to be the key with the shitty offensive line. Yeah, Alec Pierce though, he's there. That's what I was trying to say. They're like MPJ obviously could be like. He could have done that because Pierce was the one that they're trying to burn on the outside and throw, and so they can so he can moss people. Pierce got Which wheels, he, dude. He do got wheels. Ooh, I'm on a roll. <clears throat> yeah. So, Dick, yeah, I remember my question I was going to ask you earlier. I mean, what? Do you do you hear much? Uh, do you hear like any Colts talk now that Matt Ryan, former Atlanta Falcon, aka mm-hmm. where Dicky is cooped up right now? I have an yep. opinion on this, but I will sit back. So let's let me hear. So, first off, it was one of the bright spots of living down here in Atlanta and being a Colts fan was that every person I talked to was cheering for Matt Ryan. That's good. No question. Everybody likes him. Like AFC it, team, you don't got to hate us. No, not one bit. And the, the, no bad blood between the two teams. Honestly, honest, no games really between of memory either. So, um, it was a bright spot. Now, every single time I talk about the Colts, everybody pities me when they bring up Matt Ryan and they say, oh, sorry, man, that uh, he's looking tough down there. It, it just isn't looking good. It's not the same Matt Ryan. And, you know, last okay. year, you know, he he showed some signs. It's not like he was throwing lame ducks Peyton Manning's last year. He was, you know, getting people open. He just didn't have a ton of options last year. So um, it, it, we talk about him a little bit, but it's never a conversation I leave smiling. Yeah. Ma- well, Ma- I'm just saying he didn't have any time. He's on a new team for the first time with a new offense. He'll find his way. There's a reason why he's Matt Ryan. Yeah. I also have to interject, though. Yeah. Um, being in Atlanta, they also keep blowing leads. So why the hell are they talking about Matt Ryan whenever their own team keep a 20-point lead? Come on now. They're we were the... talking about Peyton when he was over. That's their Peyton. Matt Ryan is the Falcons' Peyton Manning. No, I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they're still the Falcons. They can still criticize the Colts for being bad, though. 100%. 100%. It is uh... – yeah, it's not a fun time to be really a Falcons fan or a Colts fan, depending on how you feel the season's going. You know, it's really not a fun a fun time to be a fan of <clears throat> what? Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh, let me hear it. I obviously there's still a lot of hope for the season, but the injuries. Um, Zach oh. and I were actually talking about this. They should not have played Herbert. That was a dumb mistake. So, have either of you two seen Ted Lasso? Sort of the best TV show maybe of ever. Yeah, I binge watched it really fast, and I pissed off Emily because I didn't wait for her, but I couldn't stop because I was addicted. It is, it is good, but I think the, 
I think the Chargers need to do a little bit of a Ted Lasso magic, do a do a seance of the locker room because they got some bad juju over there. I For do sure. not know what's going on. They're stabbing people in the. They lawn. cut Brandon Peters. That's their fault. They That's Brandon what they did. Peters. It's a curse of Avon, Indiana, right there. Yeah, we cursed you. There's just something going on in that locker room. Let's it see. Really back. Needs to have a cleanse. Jo- Joey Bosa, Rashawn Slater, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert. Owen, Guy, they lost Guy Tan. I think there's a wide receiver three for them. Um, Derwin James get hurt. I think he has shaken up, but I can't. I, I can't an injury. Listen, I the last thing I wanted to see after right off the high was Jacksonville beating up on the Chargers. Gosh, that's stupid. So, but yeah, I and the Chargers never had a lot of depth. If you ask me, I thought they had a lot of star power. But I think they're really going to get exposed now. That offense. Oh wait, Corey Lynch. Corey Lynch, one of the best centers in the game, is also out with a knee injury. That offensive line is f u c k. Beep 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 beep. Our yeah, our listeners can't hear. <laughs> um, so I I feel like it's time to go into Titans talk. Um, and I really I got a story to tell Dicky really quick of what. Uh, what Zach did at the game against the Chiefs. Oh my God, dude! Almost gave Andrew a heart attack. He was no, I, cry. I was fine, but you were being an idiot. <laughs> okay, Dicky, listen to this. So there's a Chiefs fan that's just raining hell on Colts fans. He's a section over in the same row. I'm probably like I'm a I'm a decent amount of drinks in, so I'm already feeling rambunctious. Well, this guy just starts talking all this shit. So I just lean over. I go, Bills are better, and he goes. Well, that's why we beat them. I'm like, well, it's because you had Tyree kill. And, like, we just got into it. And uh, he was saying Chiefs are better than the Colts, like, which I can't argue that, dude. But yeah, of course, you're a Chiefs fan. That's like me when Peyton was here telling everybody that the Colts are better because it's just a fact. Like, I'm, yeah. you had the best quarterback in the league. Um, but he wasn't even wearing a Chiefs jersey. He was wearing what looked like a old retro Avon jersey. So it was black with yellow. Nice. And I was like, you know, just me being drunk. I was like, you're not even wearing a Chiefs jersey. Well, he turns around, he's got the last name Kelsey on his back. So my comeback was, oh, is that Jason Kelsey? Nice. <laughs> and I thought that was killer. So after that, I was like, I won that one, so I dropped the ball. Um, so I stopped. The rest of the game, that was like the first half. The rest of the game, I didn't say anything. That's why I disagree with Andrew calling me an idiot. because I stopped Well, playing. you said from the so, get-go that you want to get in a fight with a Chiefs fan. <laughs> not, I'm not actually going to fight a Chiefs fan, dude. Well, you kept saying it. You, I was like, <laughs> and I was then like, you kept screaming, Patrick Mahomes sucks. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because Dicky, did you you saw the crowd, right? You saw the whole yeah. sea of red. They oh, started yeah. doing the chop, and it was just loud. It sounded like you're an arrowhead. So yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, drunk Zach wants to defend his home turf. Zach got Zach got combative. I can respect but, it. But towards the end of the game, yeah. Now that I know Andrew doesn't have my back in that situation, it's cool. Um, <laughs> I, uh, First off, well, like after the game, this guy. So whenever Chris Jones got the sack, Colts fans started going down. They were starting to walk. And he just got up and yelled, where are y'all going? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, damn it. He he won. I can't see yeah. any shit right now. Yeah. Boy, as soon as Jelani yeah. Wood scored that second touchdown, I just do this. Ready? I lean over because he's a section away. And I just look at him. He's like looking around. I can tell he's pissed. You know, they just lost. And this guy wasn't like hostile, but he mm-hmm. was talking shit. So I got to defend Indy. That's the nap town. I got to defend mm-hmm. him a little bit. And I go, uh. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes really, and I go, yeah, and I did that probably about three more times. Again, I was intoxicated, so a little dumb, but also I was riding off my emotions. I was tired of him shitting on Colts fans in the Luke. It's not how it goes. Andrew, did we talk shit to Bills fans when we were in Buffalo? 
or did the Bills fans talk shit to us? Well, the Bills, every time we talk shit to the Bills fan, they instantly defaulted to their second team. Yeah, but I will say the Colts, <laughs> Bills fans absolutely rained down on us. Because remember, we were standing up for the game. They were pissed about it. Like they were, and I'm this... like, I know my place. That's not my hometown. I'm not going to talk shit because I can't back it up because I'm like, I'm surrounded by a whole lot of Bills fans. Yeah, This is their this is their thing. And then JT had five tutties. But I'm yeah. just saying, five don't come putters. into Lucas Oil when Zach's got about six or seven Bud Lights deep. Because you're, I'm going to say something back to you when you're sitting there shitting. Now, when the Steelers come to town, probably not going to say anything. No, you might get swung on. Or the Eagles. Yeah. Not the, the birds. Oh, Emily, I'll let her talk her shit. I'll let her her do her little Philly thing. Um, I do have to say, talking about Buffalo Bills, guess who they signed moments ago? Who? Take a guess. I'm going to guess uh, uh, Cole Beasley. No, defense. Okay. You know him. You know him. Right, Franny. Ooh. Secondary. Bob Second. Sanders. Xavier Rhodes. No way. Wow. Yeah. Friend. Well, they don't and have yeah, any secondary, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So can, we, can we please go into Titan and say, please? Yeah. I just got to um, tell my story to Dickie really quick. No, nah, that's all really good. Quick, I appreciate Dickie, it. Was I, was I, like, being a complete idiot? No. Thank you. That's all Andrew, fair in Dickie love. Dickie has my back more than you do, and he's in Atlanta. You were sitting right next to me. Well, you see, you. you're also getting it from Zach, so of course Zach's going to feed you. Okay, some tell stuff. me what did I what did I say that was? Listen, I was I was a few people down, and I couldn't hear all of it, and I was too. There's a huh. Chiefs fan next to me, and whenever Jolene Wood scored, I kept going high five. Oh, so that you're being a dick because at least the Chiefs fan I was talking to deserved it. You're, it was probably like that six year old that was sitting, sitting next to us in the Patrick Mahomes. No, that six year old was never even the, sitting down for the game. It was no times you had to get uh, stand up and down that whole time to let him out. I just had to prove that Andrew had beef with the six year old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no beef. No, it was a dude that was wearing the blacked out Patrick Mahomes jersey. I'm like, dude, why are you going incognito whenever there's a bajillion red jerseys in here? There's a lot of them, and almost all of them were Pat Mahomes. I was really hoping I would see a Priest Holmes jersey. Didn't see it. Ooh, that'd be good. Wait, we saw we saw a fun jersey. We, we saw a that fun jersey. Goes back to our earliest days, Dickie. Zach, we saw a Stitch Trent Richardson jersey. So, oh yeah, we did. That sucked. But Andrew, fun fact: mine and Dickie's first football interaction was the greatest rivalry of AJAA history. Oh God! Yeah, it was. Dickie can attest to that. I'm not going to say anything. I'm still bitter because he lost both times. Yeah, yeah. So, um, can I? Uh, can I tell an interesting tidbit? Yeah, sure. The last game I went to, last NFL game I went to, that was not in the Lucas Oil Stadium, the best stadium in the whole NFL, honestly. No, not a bad Thank seat. You. No, not a single bad seat. Also very fun to play on. But uh, the last NFL game fun I ever attended. On. Yeah, that's a good point. The last NFL game I ever attended, not on Lucas Oil Stadium, was in Arrowhead when we played them wow. in the playoffs in 2019 mm. can you guys remember Andrew anything interesting game. about that game um yeah, yeah didn't we get we got we got molly whopped we got molly whopped a gentleman by name of andrew luck played his very last game that we didn't even know so did adam vinatieri it had uh it had dropped 10 inches of snow the day before and uh that was my first weekend as an intern i flew up to kansas city and watched our colts lose and about got frostbite that's tough that's yeah. a tough one um Sorry, Anyways, King Henry's no longer the king. Really? Now that's a bold take. We're about to see that this Sunday. Don't get me wrong. He's losing it, or the Titans are losing it. So Titans. I think I think it's uh, I think it's two for. I think he's getting older. Father's time is always undefeated. Um, I don't think it's really affecting him that much. 
But his offensive line sucks. His offensive line terrible because he um, still he and, still run the ball. But okay, but let's let's get it clear. Um, I still think they are a little bit better than the Colts offensive line right now because the Colts offensive line's bottom thirty-two and they it, sorry bottom thirty and they're not thirty or thirty-one. So do you want me? Can I give you like? I am just absolutely stoked for this reason and this reason only. Mm-hmm. The Colts' best rush defense in the NFL, two point six yards a carry. Best defense in the NFL when it comes to rushing. Come Titans, get some. Worst defense in the NFL when it comes to rushing. Ooh, they they are. There's Ooh. a category that they were last place in when it came to rushing. They were consistently in the 30s in all the categories for rushing: yards per carry, yards allowed, all that fun stuff. So there's one thing that scares me. Mm-hmm. Can you guess it? Well, Raven Clark. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. no, Jeffrey Simmons over whoever the hell is going to be playing right guard. Because if it's Danny Pinner, um, be ex- it probably won't be as worse. It probably won't be worse, but expect a similar performance to how Danny Pinner handled handled Chris Jones. I want every single run away. From, like what you do, whenever you have a guy like DeForest Buckner, <laughs> and I do it to you in Madden, I want Colts to do it in real life. Yeah, um, if it's dive right, Ooh. make it. You got to go stretch left. And your other guy, Miles Garrett. Did you guys see what happened to him? No. You watch what he scratches. Flipped his wow. car accident. His Big car time. flipped. He swerved. Apparently, allegedly, he uh, was about to hit an animal. Good guy. Wanted to yep. get a, you know, unless if it's a Rudolph. Get it? Get it? <laughs> he took the helmet and hit Mason. Rudolph in the head. Um, <laughs> so it definitely wasn't a reindeer. But he, uh, that dude moved his way, and it was a little tiny portion. Flipped. And it was a, you got to think he's in Ohio. What does Ohio have a lot of hills? Yeah, like he was coming down a hill and it was wet. Can't believe the dude's still walking. Very scary. I think he's questionable. I think they they don't play on Thursday. No, they just play this past Thursday. Oh, wait, timeout real quick. Why have all these primetime games that we've gotten for like the last week been stinkers? Yeah, they have been. Um, the under has been absolutely destroying the NFL so far. Why mm-hmm. are teams not able to score all the time? Unless it's Ravens, Dolphins. Good point. <laughs> Hey, Lamar Jackson won MVP, right? He's good, man. I mean, I don't get why. And guess who's going to be a free agent? Listen, I know there's a certain shade of blue. There'd be a certain shade of blue that looks just right on uh, Mr. Jackson. Yeah. Oh, God. If if they let Lamar Jackson walk and the Colts pick him up and we have Jonathan Taylor and Lamar Jackson in the same. (laughs) There's no way we can afford it because that's going to be an easily $55 million cap hit the way he's playing right now. Is the cap real, though? Nope. Nope, not if you're not if you're um the Rams owner. Shit, I'm his name's not if you're a big market NFL team, but it's fake. Yeah, we're not. Jim Mercy has a lot of money. He does. he does. Um does he have the market though? All right. So let's put it this way. We got, you know, six interesting games coming up that I think are all winnable. So coming up, we got the Titans this week, the Broncos, let's ride. Dude, Russell Wilson looks stinky, and that yeah. trade looks terrible. Not so looking bad. good. Then we got the Jags yeah. after that, another in-conference. Then we I go don't... Titans, and then Commies and Patriots. That's six games. How are we thinking we're going to do in those six? So I want to know which game you're coming to. You know, that's a bold question, Zach. You really think that I can make it all the way up to Indianapolis, Indiana, to go watch our C-O-L-T-S Colts? Sure, I'll, see you, I'll see you Sunday. Vicky owns his own plane, if you guys didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I only fly the big ones. So yeah, that's right, baby. Ryan, to answer your question. Yeah. 
I would love to say that they go five and one here. Five and one. But my gut tells me they're going to go three and three. Okay. Ooh. Puts us at four, four and one. You don't think they're going to ride the momentum of beating the Kansas City Chiefs? One of the I know I know it's a streaky team. And Shaquille Leonard. Catch me next week if they actually improve the offensive line. <laughs> That's fair. Is it's that will hinder anything. it's gonna be hard to win with this offensive line. Yeah. Defense and special teams kept us in it and Sky Moore. Oh boy. We saw what happened when there's two good pass rushers. Yeah, so shut out. It's I would, like I said, I would love for it to be like a, a like a good streak, but it really depends on how this offensive line plays. And I'm not looking past the Titans either because I hate these motherfuckers. Beep. 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 <laughs> we dislike them. Let's make that clear. And um, don't throw it the same spot as the us Colts are in, but I, I'm like, are Colts they really? Because I think actually last time I checked, we're above them in the AFC South. We team. are, but we're both bamboozled by our teams. Um, I will have to say, I think we got bamboozled harder because I think, uh, the right, I think you could see the writing on the wall with what the Titans were going to be this season. We could. I'm sure there's a Titans fan saying the same shit about the Colts right now. Yeah, and they're probably like, look at me, I got it right. Well, look, at we're about to come spank them all the way back down to Nashville. My prediction, I think this game is about to be a blowout. I'm just going to be honest. Really? I, like I said, um, I think it's going to be close. And it's, if they actually do something, either give better pass protection with the same lineup of chipping or keeping the rain back in, um, good for them. We might score some more points. But if they do the same game plans for the Chiefs, I think we're screwed. The reason why I think so is because they got the energy in Lucas Oil was crazy. The the Colts nation was going off at Lucas Oil. So Zach, you were at this game as well. You get to rate one over the other. Patriots when JT broke the run. Yeah. Or Patriots when JT broke the run. Really? Ask me the rest of the question. I don't know because that stadium erupted when Jelani Woods caught that touchdown. Do you think the Jelani Woods touchdown? No, I don't. Th- no, I don't think. I don't think it was. A, I think it was a five minutes from Jelani was catching a touchdown to McLeod catching the game ceiling interception. That was just unreal. Dude, I don't know. I'm gonna have to really hard veto that. I think JT against the Pat- Pat- Patriots. Jesus, Patriots was just absolutely the loudest I've ever heard any sports venue in my life. I've been to too many Mackey games. It's a loud stadium. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Whoever engineered that stadium was a genius. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not saying that the, I'm not saying that it was louder, but they, it, it's definitely second in my book. It might not be a close second, but the, the, the stadium was hyped. Stadium was bringing it, though. And I think they're going to bring it right into this energy. Like, this energy is going to stay with it against the Titans. And that's why I fully believe that Colts are going to ride this wave of momentum because they're already pretty low this season. I think they're about to ride this momentum. Sure, there's still some issues that need to be fixed, but I think even with those issues, we could still beat the Titans pretty handily. Like I said, just look out in the trenches. Whoever wins the line of scrimmage in this game, I know it's super cliche, but I think it's extra important now with our offensive lines looking, they will win the game. And Matt Ryan, please don't throw it towards uh, Byard. Kevin Byard is that man. He is. He's He's a dog. He is him. He is Timothy. Yes, he is. So, Zach, how about next six games? What are you putting us at? Can you read that list again? Yeah, we got Colts-Titans, Colts-Broncos, Jags, Titans again, the Commanders and the Commies, and then the Patriots. Patriots aren't it. 
Nope. Commies. Carson Mac Wentz. Jones out. Yep. Carson Wentz wins and Lucas Oil. I'm going to be. Don't yeah, talk to me the next day or the next week. I like me. I, I agree. Those are all winnable games. They should win those all, but they also should have won the first two games of the season. Yep. I think they're going to drop one or two games in that stretch. Okay. It won't be the Patriots. I pray to God it won't be the Commanders, but it might be. Jaguars are tough, and I don't know if they haven't answered that quickly for them. So I think that's another game they could drop. Okay. So I, I, it's tough, but I think the Colts can go undefeated, but I also think they can do uh, four and two. And that's wow. Sorry, undefeated so, in the stretch. Ryan, what are so, you thinking here? You've been you've been feeding us this question. I'm telling you, boys, I love the optimism. I really do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna back it up. I think we're going five and one in this stretch. Five I think and one. It, it, I think the good news is, everybody, you're listening at home, you're gonna know the Colt season by Thanksgiving Day. Yep. We are going to have it set. The these are in conference games. These are teams that we're gonna be in contention with for the playoffs. We're going to know how we're going to be this year at the end of this uh, six-game stretch. And I think we're going to be in a good spot, you know. The AFC Here's, South is yeah. terrible. It is AFC West is, is not the juggernaut that Three we thought it was. AFC West, Dickie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I will say, though, the Jags scare me. Jags, and I know – I'm scared. Just their, their defense shouldn't be as good as it is, but I think it's because they have really good two outside linebackers that I'm just petrified still. Yeah. But let's see. Let's you have to have faith in the coaching organization because you got to hope they would scheme better than what they saw week to week. I'm two. glad you brought that up because I still Frank Reich. I still hot seat. He, still hot still seat. In the hot seat. Just because you because, beat the Chiefs, I can't, it's not going to make me magically forget that, about time. That that is not a Frank Reich win. That is a Gus Bradley defensive. Agreed. Masterclass is too strong of a word, but he did very well given his history with them with the Raiders. So I want to. I have a point that I was thinking when Dickie was talking. The Colts the last few years have been pretty much the same team. Same script. It's annoying. Right? So you're going this year, though. Think about all the new faces. We got two new offensive linemen. We got a new receiver, too. Yeah. Prior saw so much starters. Is that better for you? Like, well, prior saw so much action last year with with Fisher being injured. Tackle, guard, and all that. So, yeah, I agree with you. Prior, you can argue. But then you go, you know, you got a new quarterback again. And then the defense has a lot of new faces on it. Stephon Gilmore, Yanni Kangakwe, Rodney McLeod, Rodney Thomas, Nick The Cross, lack of Kari Willis. Zaire Franklin is getting some playing time. EJ Speed, more Zaire Franklin. EJ Speed's always been a special teams guy. Yeah, go ahead, look it up. Look, tell me how many stats – or just tell me how many plays EJ Speed had last year. I just think – I'm just thinking the end of last season where, where Shaq was, was out for – I think he was out for two games – with the ankle injury where we did see Zaire. So you're, and... you're talking about guys that played. No, I know. I know. I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing I with know, you. No, but that stank face don't. Yeah. I like when Dickie's on. I feel like he's bringing it out. He's You're not saying much. Dickie's just sitting there. He's just observing. But he's yep. getting me and Andrew to punch An him. independent observer, <laughs> let me tell you. Dude, I, I was walking out of the cheese, at the cheese game, and Zach's just beating the shit out of me. Yeah. I'm 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 hitting him in the side. I'm like, let's go, Andrew. We got the dub. Andrew did not match my hype, miss man. I'm I'm gonna need you to get back up there. Wait, I was screaming. Okay. You were screaming, but I was trying to fight a guy. Apparently, <laughs> you you were. And that's Naptown not... talk does not condone violence of any form. Thank you. I, I said if this guy hits me, good for him. I'm not hitting him back. No, turn the other. I'm cheek. gonna win a lawsuit. Yeah, cool. Yeah, free car. <clears throat> that's what I kept saying. Nice. If Andrew remembers. 
Nothing? None. <clears throat> yeah. I was just chilling. Streaming. <laughs> I was, just chilling. I, I was having to talk a, shit to a six-year-old. <laughs> no, the, the the group of guys next was they also they uh, they all had very similar fantasy players to me. So I was kind of we all had Dak as our quarterback, so we were all kind of crying together during an intermission. Mm. And so in one of these, I picked up Carson Wentz, who's actually been a fancy. He's been doing okay, but not really. I picked up Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is low-key beginning me points. Yeah. Vicky, I do want to say I made a friend that was a Chiefs fan at the tailgate. I don't know why. You treat me with respect, I'm going to respect you back. That's all we were asking for. Yeah. We were in the line of the porta potty one of the best places to meet new people. Really? Very nice. Yeah, because everybody's like, shit, we got to piss. And everybody's like, damn, dude, let's line take him So. Yeah, so then you just get in a conversation, then you become friends. So I, I didn't want to fight every Chiefs fan, just the ones that were disrespecting my fellow Colts nation. Dickie, I have to ask, you said 5-1 and one for the next six games. Who's your loss against? Okay. Uh, I, I, yeah, really, I Because I know there's three teams that probably stick out to you, and I know it's a coin flip for some of them. So I'm really yeah. curious. I was going to say, I don't have a good feeling about the Broncos game. I hate when we play on a special night game. Well, they don't do about last time we, we smoked we smoked the Jets on Thursday night and we the played Jets. the Patriots. Smoked then. Yeah, that's that's too known the last primetime game. So it, it just me it makes me nervous. Um, and then I always I agree. It, it back just, to the Ravens game. Just go look back at that. Yeah, never makes me feel good. The what game? The Patriots. Oh, Ravens. you said. That. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so Dickie, you, you're saying Patriots are scaring you. Those are the two teams I'm you looking. Mac Jones got hurt. Did you know I that? did. That's a pretty serious sprain. I think that actually might help our team a lot. It's yeah. <laughs> I don't think Matt Jones is not him. So I also no. think that whoever they brought, like, I think that the offense might get better. Actually, wow, that's a bold take. Because wow. Matt Jones had a good rookie season. He was I'm people saying. talk like him. They say he's the best quarterback out of that class right now. So I'm going to disagree with you. Patriots. I think Mac I, Jones I, is a solid guy, and I would take Mac Jones on my Colts team any yeah, day of the week. Immediately. You're just showing your little Patriot hateism, which is cool. I get it. I am too. There's there's some um, stories of them kicking the tires on Cam Newton again. I just don't see it. Really, Cam Newton's better than Mac Jones because you said no. whoever else. <clears throat> I think they've tried. I think I think they've tried it on Cam Newton so many times that I don't know. Oh, too many. Hey, you heard it here first, Gardner Minshew to the Pats. Now that would oh. – I think he would thrive in Belichick's offense, no yeah. cap. Talked to Rap Sheet earlier, and he had gone good authority. They are in conversation with the Eagles about Gardner Minshew. That's kind of sick. Aggregate. Awesome. Don't aggregate me. You don't like Minshew? Uh, I just saying aggregators. I don't want to be all over the internet with this hot – piping information i thought you said aggravate sorry aggregators i don't like like i don't hate Minshew. i like him i, I think, oh, i'm a big fan of Minshew. i Minshew think might be him would, yeah do well in that offense so i thought Minshew, that personality is right in your wheelhouse yeah gritty all right i just so yeah go bring ahead. your lunch field work type of guy the, the more i'm sitting on it the more i hate my mac jones take but i kind of have to sit next to it yeah yeah okay yeah, so you're, ugly. You're sitting. On it, <laughs> you're not sitting next to it. You're sitting on it. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> Is it Friday? Yes. <sighs> so, Colts Titans, Dicky. Yeah. What's your final prediction? Oh man, Colts Titans. We are winning fourteen to ten this weekend. <laughs> I think it's a. Um, if you're tailgating, 
your food's still going to be warm after the game because it's going to be a lot of running. Clock's going to keep moving. It's cold here in the. It's cold in Indy. Just a warm. Yeah. So I I actually don't think it's going to be a lot of running because I think the Colts' run defense is legit. So I think they're going to try Derrick Henry, but they're going to go to Ryan Tannehill, who's going to be throwing hella hella interceptions and incompletions, where the game's going to take forever because their time of possession is going to be so low. Wow. So I got something. Okay. I'm going to also disagree with the low scoring game. Wow. This is the Jonathan Taylor breakout game. He's going okay. against the worst defense in the league. I like Rick it. Reich's got a lot of people on his neck about just everything. So I think JT, I think this is going to be the week that you're going to see him go off for 150 yards in two okay. tutties. Okay. Can uh, I get final, 20, 28 to 17. Nice. 31. 14. Wow. 31-14. Um, also, Frank Wright, re- leave the dumbass third and long screenplays out of the freaking playbook. Yeah. I We screen didn't actually cover that yet, but I just, got, I just got mad. I got mad about it, if we're being honest. But it's also like Reich knows that Matt Ryan's not getting any time, so try to get the right. ball out to your receivers quick. I just – I get that, but that's why you have – there's a whole playbook that can be a, a developed around a three-step drop. The screen, yes, I know it's in it, but it has proven not to be our strong point at all. Yeah. Yeah. And Andrew, I hate to tell you this, but that playbook's going to take a little bit longer than a week to install um, a whole new playbook revolving around a three step drop. I'm Because you know the Colts weren't revolving around that. (laughs) It's JT all day. There's a lot of plays that they can get the ball out quickly, quick, that can get it quicker and more efficient than the freaking wide receiver screen on third and 15. Yeah. Colts right now, 35% on third down completions. One for six on fourth down completion. So, Frank, the fourth down master, is really, really dropping the ball. I think we are a week or two maybe away from new play caller. Marcus Brady. Yep. I've been – I think I think you asked him both of your refits. I think it's a, it's a cover-your-ass move to give yep. up play calling, but it needs to happen. <clears throat> cool. So, you got our final score predictions with the Titans. Anything else you guys have left on the table that you would like to present? See that's why I brought up the screens because I know we didn't talk about it in the in the in the recap, but I, I got mad about it thinking thinking about it. Yeah, that was a problem we were having. Dicky, any final words? Um, so my last words are: let's uh, revisit this in about final six thoughts. weeks. I'm gonna say that final thoughts. Yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts here. Um, I was in a dark place with the Colts. I've seen a little bit of daylight. I think this is going to be the most important six game stretch of the whole year. Mm-hmm. It's really going to decide where we're going, and I'll. But is, um, can that be said for, for everyone's season, though? No, no. I, I mean, because of this, it's in-conference battles. They're bad teams. If we lose these games, I mean, pack it up, man. We're we're talking about next year already. We're talking about our fifth quarterback in five years sort of situation. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, in six weeks, it'll be prime NBA season. Uh, you know, we didn't get into him much, but the Indiana Pacers, we need to trade everybody. Miles Turner, see ya. We'll be sport. on for a Pacers episode. Yep. We'll it's also bring on Mr. It's, Eric Reed. It's football yeah. season. I don't I don't want to talk about the Pacers right now. Love okay. them, but it's football season. Hey, six weeks from now, we'll check in on how the Colts are doing. I'll give you a brief on who the Pacers should trade and what the future is. But uh, yes. I, I'm feeling pretty pretty positive right now. Let's keep it going. Go Coach. Yeah. So, Go Coach, baby. Ryan, just a last, last question. Yeah, here. You're a diehard listener. What's your favorite moment of the podcast, Ben? I mean, I not to I mean, I, you guys. I know job. exactly what you want to say too. You guys are doing a great job. If Ed Batusak could come on every week, I'm in. <laughs> Let me tell you, 
Ed's tailgate tips, they're going to get me a long way. I'm going to hand those. I'm going to give them to my kids. I'm going to play at my local fraternity house. It's going to be all over the place. Ed's tailgate tips have been my favorite part of the podcast so far. I love it. Yeah. That was a fresh episode too. It's good. It was. So Dickie, thanks for coming on, man. It's been way too long coming on way too long for you to, for, for you not to be on this episode. Not and we discussed friendly. it and I promised you after the Colts first dub, you'll be on. So yep. here you are day after your birthday. We appreciate you coming on and just absolutely dominating a podcast for your first time. Thanks, Thank, boys. You. Thank you. Thank you for being a loyal follower of the Map Town Talk boys. Hey, first like on Spotify, make sure you're liking and subscribing. If you're listening on any platform, let's get this growing. Uh, send it to a hater, send it to a lover. Because this was Naptown Talk. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. Don't give a f- if I can my heart So, um, Zach, don't cut this out, but Dickie should do an intro for us and we should just play it on repeat. <clears throat> Ooh. Can we do it another time? I'm so tired. No, you're no, fine. Right now. Don't worry. No, not right Dude, now. I still got it. This is going to be a bitch to edit. Thank you yeah, guys sorry. for talking so much. I'm, I'm very happy that we did this because it, it was much needed. I'm, I'm Longest episode time. coming. Yeah, coming, so this, baby. So this, is, so this is all staying in. Um, if you stayed for this bonus segment, thank you. And we'll catch you after another cold stuff.